Hi everyone, welcome to Sass, Smarts, and Scotch. Yay, it's my birthday. Where's this? Let me see if I can find. There you go. I actually don't know who any of those people are. It's just one of my free sound effects. <laughs> um, yay, so it's my birthday. I am um, 28. And I've been having like a bit of like a like a crisis <laughs> in the last few weeks. Um, I know I'm young. That's well, we don't have to go there. Um, but I've, I've basically been, I, I've had issues <laughs> with where I am at this age, um, compared to where I thought I would be. Um, so some parts of, of where I thought I would be, I'm, I, I don't know, I've settled with, I guess. So I, my parents got together when they were very young. I think they met when they were 17. Um, so growing up, I always assumed I would meet someone around the same age and get married around the same age that my parents did. Um, and my brother and sister-in-law got married when they were younger. I mean, they met in high school. Um, so I, I, for some reason, 24 was the age I thought like 24 is going to be a big year. I'm going to maybe get married when I'm 24. Looking back, that was no, that could not have happened because I was young and immature. But um, 24 passed and I was hitting 25 and I thought, okay, this is like a little quarter life crisis. It's fine. Um, And as the years kept coming on, like when when I I was telling a friend the other day, when I saw Kate Middleton and William get married, I thought, ah, she's 30. If she could do it at 30, so can I. If, If she's 30, then that's it's still young. And I'm 28 and there's like no man in sight to marry. Although... I have never been happier being single. So I am really not in a rush. Um, I I want to enjoy this, this being single as long as I can, because I'm finally at a stage where um, I'm, I'm learning to be very happy, just spending time with myself. And I think that's to be happy in a relationship, you have to be happy by yourself. Um, so even though I'm I'm nearing 30 and and there's no guy I'm I'm okay with that right now at least um I yeah so there's there's that part of my life that's not what I thought it would be and then career wise um I'd hoped that uh cuz I'm an actor I'd hoped that everything would have kind of advanced a little bit more um you know I've been doing the acting thing I've been doing the auditioning um, I hoped, I, I hoped I would have made it big by now and it hasn't happened. Um, but, uh, I'm going to keep working on that. And yeah, there's like the few other things that, you know, you, you think that life is going to work out a, a certain way and it, it, it doesn't. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm living at home with my parents at 28, which I never thought would happen. Um, I moved out when I was 17, uh, although I graduated high school when I was 17. So it's, it's not like a, a leaving home cause I hate my parents sort of thing. I graduated early and I moved to France for university. Um, when I was 17, I came back after my first year of university for a few months and then I moved up to Canada on my own, um, came back home for a few months, moved up to New York on my own. Um, and then I think after all that moving around, I feel, I feel like I had a bit of an expiration date. I was away for a year and then I started to get really homesick. Um, and I always wanted to leave Texas cause I hated Texas. Um, uh, but I, I always wanted to come home cause I, I'm one of the, I just, I love my parents. I really think that they are the greatest people. Um, so as much as they may not want me to be around as much as I am, um, I came home because I think I just, I needed time with them. Um, I think I needed to figure out who I was and it's taken a few years. Um, but I'm getting there and it's, it's probably taken a few years more than I guess the average person. Um, I was a very, very shy kid growing up. I was incredibly quiet. I kept to myself. 
uh, and I didn't really start to kind of break out of my shell until I moved away all those times. Um, and I realized when I came home that, um, no, I, I was always kind of running away from Texas originally, no matter where I was, I wasn't going to be happy until I was happy with myself. Um, so basically trying to run a, finding a place to make me happy wasn't going to make myself happy if, if I wasn't happy in, in my own skin sort of thing. Um, that took me a little bit to realize and, um, I'm, I'm still working on myself, but I, I feel like I'm definitely getting there. There's, there's crap that I won't take from people anymore. And I used to, I, I was, I, I kind of have that personality type, if you want to put it that way. Um, I don't like to ruffle feathers. I don't like to be mean to people. Um, so others would take that. It was an opportunity for some to walk all over me. Um, and now I, I will put my foot down if needed and I can also still be respectful about it. Um, and I think that that's come with age and, and learning who I am and who I want to be. Um, so yeah, aging has been an interesting process for me. Um, it definitely, yeah. So it hasn't, it hasn't gone how I planned. Um, and I'm hoping I will be out of my parents' house soonish. But I do really love my parents. I like having dinner with my parents at night. <laughs> and I know they don't want me here, but it's true. Um, so because it's my birthday, there's, there's a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about. There's nothing really specifically special about my birthday. Um, it kind of sucks sometimes that it's the day after Halloween. But... Oh, now let's see here. What do I have here? Um, I want to talk about some historical stuff that happened on November 1st throughout history. Uh, I'm going to be talking about single women stereotypes, um, advice on getting older. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff, stuff that happened on Ellen's show. Um, I want to talk a little bit and I've been saving this cause I, I talk about my health issues <laughs> every now and then. Um, so I wanted to touch on, on, my thyroid and Lyme disease situation. Um, just because if someone else has something going on that's similar, you know, you're not alone. Um, so let's get started. Um, historical events on November 1st. First off, there's like no cool birthdays on November 1st. Like some people share a birthday with like someone awesome. Um, I don't know what awesome means to you, whatever kind of person that would be. Um, you know, if you share a birthday with Marilyn Monroe, that would be pretty awesome to me. Do I share a birthday with anyone cool? I don't really think so. But I will check in this little doohickey that I'm going through. Um, oh, wow. This goes as far back as the year 835. Neato. So All Saints Day was made, was compulsory by Pope Gregory the Fourth throughout the Frankish Kingdom in 835. A little bit back in the day. Um, a lot of these are really negative. <laughs> Imprisoning Jews. That's not cool. German emperor crowned. Executions. Oh, man. Okay, let's find something cool. Okay, in 1512, Michelangelo's paintings on the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel in the Vatican were first exhibited. That's a neato one. Um, I've seen seen the Sistine Chapel on two different occasions. Um, the first time you're not allowed to take pictures inside the Sistine Chapel. Let me just say that. Um, when you've gone to his, okay. So I've gone to quite a few museums in my day. Um, you, for me going into a museum, you have to respect the art. That is a really big deal to me. Um, and part of that is, flash photography the the flash something about the flash and I think I've talked about this before on some podcast um the flash actually ruins the the painting it over time all that light will actually like ruins it's something I don't know know exactly what it is but it does ruin um the painting so you are not allowed flash photography and in a lot of museums um they they're just signs no photography because 
even if they say no flashes, you're going to get people that still get the flash. So they just say no photography. And a lot of places also say no photography so that you are forced to buy a book with whatever pictures are in there and then they make money off of you. Um, I can be a bit of a butt face sometimes. So (laughs) in the Sistine Chapel, um, especially because you can take selfies on your phones and it will flip the screen on you so you can see exactly what's on there instead of taking out my camera. Um, and especially with selfies, they don't have a flash, at least on my old piece of crap phone. Um, I basically, cause they're guards that will watch you inside the Sistine Chapel. I just held my phone flat so that it looked up at the ceiling and I took a picture like that. And I, I just, I enjoy having pictures that I have taken myself. It's different if someone else has taken them. I don't want to get a picture from Google and put it in my photo album. Um, I want, you know, it's, it's a piece of me that's in that picture that is in my book. So I'm kind of psyched that that happened on my birthday. Something cool happened on my birthday. I'm so, okay. See, see how excited I am. Um, in 1604, William Shakespeare's tragedy Othello was first presented. Oh, that's, oh wait. Okay. So cool. In 1611, Shakespeare's romantic comedy Tempest was first presented. So Shakespeare liked November 1st. Hmm. Does that have anything to do with me being an actor? Nope. But it's still cool. Um, Treaty. Blah, 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 blah. In 1683, the English crown colony of New York is subdivided into 12 counties. That is so um, someone has a statue, there's an earthquake, there's a stamp act, something was founded in California. <laughs> in 1787, the first free school in New York City opens. In 1800, John Adams becomes the first U.S. president to live in the White House. By the way, and he's the second U.S. president, I voted today. That was something I didn't mention. Um, today is in Halloween because it's 1142 on the 31st of October. Because my parents and I wanted to get in early voting because when we voted for or when I voted, uh, my parents voted earlier when we were basically voting for our the, the nominee. Um, I voted day of and I was in line outside in the Texas heat for like three hours um and I did not want to do that so we decided this year we're voting early and we figured today would be perfect because everybody would be home with their kids preparing for Halloween trick-or-treating all that jazz um and it's been crazy because uh if you've seen the news a lot of people like the lines for early voting have been crazy. Like people have still been waiting for a while. Um, so I'm pulling up and I'm thinking like, Oh my God, I'm going to find a parking spot. Like how long of a line? No parking lot completely empty. I was chatting it up with the volunteers at the place, like walked right, like voted super fast. I was in and out. Um, so yay. It was my first U S presidential election that I got to vote in. So I was excited. Um, okay, back to, <laughs> back to history. Um, let's see something about Napoleon. If you're interested in Napoleon, you can look it up. Uh, in 1848, the first uh, U.S. women's medical school opens in Boston. That's neato. Um, in 1859, the current Cape Lookout, North Carolina lighthouse was lit for the first time. Its first order Fresnel lens can be seen for about 19 miles in good conditions. Well, that's interesting. Um, army stuff, troop stuff, railway. Um, 1867 Harper's Bazaar is published. Is that for the first time? It doesn't say for, I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's published for the first time. Neato too. Blah, blah, blah. Government, 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 government. Uh, I'm trying to find an interesting one. <laughs> um, something about a Pope. Um, something about a vaccine. 
1894, Nicholas II becomes the new Tsar of Russia after his father, Alexander III, dies. Oh, he looks kind of cute. I mean, it's a painting. It's, he's kind of cute for a dead guy, I suppose. <laughs> um, in 1896, the first bare-breasted woman, uh, a Zulu, to appear in National Geographic magazine. Neat. They have, by the way, if you have Instagram, follow Nat Geo because their pictures are always stunning. I love seeing their pictures come across my feed. Um, something about France. Um, a play, not Shakespeare, clearly. Let's see. Let's see. Notre Dame and an army. I'm guessing that's football. Um, something about Woodrow Wilson, something about baseball, which I've no idea what that is. Um, 1914, Paul von Hindenburg named Marshal of the Eastern Front. Uh, 1915, Paris Island is officially designated as a Marine Corps recruit depot. Um, 1917 in World War One, the first U.S. soldiers are killed in combat. Oh, that's not fun. The one happy stuff. Where's like a? Oh, you hear my dog snoring in the background again. Um, 1922, Quinn Wilhelm Hel- Helmina opens Dutch Historical Maritime Museum in Amsterdam. I like museums. In 1924, the first U.S. NHL franchise, Boston Bruins, founded. I don't like the Boston Bruins, but it's hockey, which makes me happy. (laughs) Um, In 1928, the first celebration of Author's Day, I like books. Read. We should all read more. There's um, a girl I know that works with my mom, and she seems, I feel like it's every week. I don't know if it's every week. She's always, always reading and she posts, um, she posts like the book that the new books that she's reading and it makes me want to read more. And I think she listens. So hello if you're listening. Uh, I didn't mean that to sound creepy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Another play, T.S. Eliot play. Mussolini. Oh, that's super fun. Okay. I want like happy ones. Execution. The general retires. Um, 1938. Okay, just know this because I saw the movie. Seabiscuit beats War Admiral in a match race at Pimlico. Listen. 1939. The first animal conceived by artificial insemination is displayed, which was a bunny rabbit. That's cool, I guess. Um, oh, God. These are all like attacks. I'm like war stuff. I want like happy stuff. Like the first burger was invented. Where's the happy stuff? 1945, first issue of Ebony magazine was published. Sweet. Someone's foot was amputated. (laughs) Really? This is so negative. I feel like there's probably negative stuff every day in history, but this is this is a little much. 1947, first Aloha Week parade held in Hawaii. That sounds happy. 1947, also, Howard Hughes flies Spruce Goose, a huge wooden airplane. Awesome. Awesome to us. Um, Sure. Highest temperatures. 1950, Puerto Rican nationalists try to kill U.S. President Harry Truman. Okay, cool. That's... Not, well, I mean, not cool, but, you know. Uh, 1951, first atomic explosion was witnessed by troops in New Mexico. Uh, Something about Brooklyn Dodgers. Something about a magazine I've never heard of. (laughs) Um, A lot of these are, like, channels that are, like, begin broadcasting, which is really not interesting. 1954, General Batista elected president of Cuba. Im, um, a takeover. Negative, negative, negative. Bomb. Ugh. Like, where's the... 
you know, like 10 bunnies were found and given to a little kid today. Maybe I need to start doing happy stuff every November 1st, and then that will go down in history. 1959, Jacques Plante becomes the first goaltender to wear a mask during an NHL game. Okay, I'm digging the hockey stuff on November the 1st. Uh, I know nobody else probably is, but that's okay. I like it. Um, 1962, U.S. performs atmospheric nuclear test at Johnston Island. Uh, 1962, USSR launches Mars One. Radio contact lost before arrival at Mars. Sad times. Um, something about NFL. Something else about NFL. Bleh, I really... Something else about... Would you... Would, can we stop with the NFL stuff? 1967, Cool Hand Luke, starring Paul Newman, George Kennedy, and Struther Martin is released. Paul Newman was a hottie. Like, wow. For, like, ever. Um, 1970, fire on Saint-Laurent-du-Pont in France. 144 people die. That's sad. 1971, Eisenhower dollar was put into circulation. Um, negative stuff. Negative stuff. More negative stuff. 1977, U.S. President Jimmy Carter raises the minimum wage from $2.30 to $3.35 an hour. That wasn't even effective starting that date. It was only effective starting the next year. That's cool. No, not even the next year. That was 1977. It was only going to be effective the 1st of January, 1981. So that took a while. In 1979, Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice's musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat premiered. Sweet. I've actually really never seen that show. In 1979, Tanker Burma Agate off Galveston Bay, Texas spills 10.7 million gallons of oil in the U.S.'s worst oil spill disaster. Is that Was that the worst at the time or was that considered like the worst now? after the recent years. Um, in 1980, USSR performs nuclear test. That's always fun. Um, 1982, Honda becomes the first Asian automobile company to produce cars in the United States with the opening of their factory in Marysville, Ohio. The Honda Accord is the first car produced there. Well, that's interesting. 1984, despite Mike Bossy's four goals, um, the Islanders lose 5-6 to six to the Montreal Canadiens. Um, that makes me happy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. There's a lot of football, and I really just I couldn't care less. Um... 1990, last of Margaret Thatcher's original government resigns. Oh, oh, negative, negative. 1990, Sandra Miller was awarded $100, $100 for Mike Tyson fondling her breasts. Is that really necessary to put in like history stuff? Um, in 1992, space shuttle Columbia 13 lands. That's cool. I like science. Um, oh, 1997, Titanic, created by James Cameron, starring Leo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet, is first screened at the Tokyo International Film Festival. And it went on to win Best Picture at the 1998 Oscars. And did you know that James Cameron is Canadian? I did. <laughs> um, negative, negative, negative stuff. So much negative stuff. What happened in, I totally skipped over 88. You know what happened in 88? I was born. Yep. Well, this is all. (sighs) That was not cool. Seriously? Okay, so let's see. Famous birthdays. Thinking, like I already said, there's like no one. There's Dukes that I've never heard of. There's wives of kings 
a Russian prince. Cool. These are like well. These are like before the fifteen hundreds. Um, I'm looking for someone awesome, and I'm not seeing. There was a British prime minister. That's hmm. Um, wait, wait, N- wait, 1798, Benjamin Lee, Baronet Guinness, Baronet, Baronet Guinness, Irish, 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 I can't talk, slash Dublin mayor. So is that the Guinness guy? Like the beer guy? That's a cool one. I can dig that. A surgeon, a general, a general, a composer, a general. A singer, a ruler of Nicaragua, <laughs> uh, a governor, a senator, a composer, composer, a lot of composers, composer, a novelist, another composer. What did you do? You won the Nobel Peace Prize. That's cool. A painter. I don't know any of these people. Guinness is cool. I can I can dig the Guinness guy if it's like the Guinness guy. I can have I can share a birthday with the Guinness guy. I'll yep yeah that works because Guinness. Um, an anarchist. <laughs> oh my god! Why a painter from Quebec? Cool. One day I will be on this list and people will be like, she was born on November 1st. And then maybe one day there'll be a little girl like, yay, someone cool was born on my birthday. Because I can dream. Um, ooh, that's, that's looking like that's about it. I am coming up on the 19. A, a hockey player. I don't actually know who he is. My dad might know who he is. I don't. Golfer. Yeah, no. Singer. I've never heard of him. Basketball player. Never heard of him. Um, A hustler. Oh, <laughs> the guy who published Hustler. Okay. <laughs> I was like, a hustler? Um, Actor. Never heard of him. Uh, songwriter. Never heard of you. Never heard of you. Another hockey player from Canada. Okay, okay, okay. Apparently, hockey and my birthday is pretty neato. That's okay. I can dig that. Another actress. I don't know who you are. I should have gone through this list before coming on to record, but you know what? Maybe you enjoy my my scrolling through a list. Um, okay. In the 60s, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Musician. And I don't know who any of you are. A bunch of NFL people, I guess. Um, so far, Guinness guy. Guinness guy's got it so far. Uh, hockey player. I don't... A cr- cricketer? Oh, a cricket player. <laughs> um... um Another hockey player. Okay. Tony Collette. There we go. 1972. Tony Collette, um, the actress. And actually, 1972, also Jenny McCarthy. Um, I, I, oh, I can't say her name. Um, Aishwarya Rai. Oh, I totally butchered that. Um, she's an Indian, like, Bollywood actress. She's beautiful. Um, cool. Cool, cool. So that's like a few people. That works. Has anybody, does anybody share like my year? An English footballer. Okay, well, I don't know who you are. So cool. Um, Guinness Guy wins. I'm pretty sure. Yep, Guinness Guy wins. So as exciting as that was, I'm going to move on now. Um, (laughs) I wanted to, just because I haven't mentioned it in a while, I wanted to touch on, um, every time I post this, there's like a bunch of links below for like SoundCloud and Patreon and the website and tune in and all that jazz. Um, so Patreon 
is a site that um, if you enjoy any of the podcasts, um, you can actually go on and basically become a patron of the arts. So yes, my podcast is considered somewhat of an art form. It's it's entertainment. Um, So if you wanted to donate like 10 cents for every podcast I put out, and it's usually for a month because I put one out uh, every Tuesday of the month. Um, depending on, I don't know what happens in the calendar. Uh, you can do 25 cents, however much you want a dollar. Um, you can put a cap on it in case you don't want to do make, if you want to just pay like, I don't know, your three, three podcasts for the month. If like example, uh, a dollar per podcast, but you don't want to go over $3 a month. You can put a cap on it. You can cancel at any time. Um, it would basically just be a ginormous support to me. Um, yeah. So that's Patreon since I haven't spoken about it in a while. Um, now I want to get to, um, which one do I want to get to first? Because there's a few things just before time runs out that I know I want to get to. Um, okay. So the other night, the Halloween party, um, my dad and his friends were talking about something about like the mobile generation and they put me in it. And I've, I've kind of thought like, yes, I, I, I'm in the millennial grouping, I suppose. Um, but then I wanted to really make sure about this because I don't actually know when, you know, we have like Gen X, Gen Y. I don't know when any of that, when those years start and end basically. So I wanted to, I actually looked up and there's really, it's a, it's kind of blurred when these all start. Um, so the named by Tom Brokaw, the greatest generation, uh, was basically 1930 until 1946. And I think he called them the greatest generation because of their involvement in the war. Um, and then we had the baby boomers, which my parents are a part of, um, which is 1946 to 1964. Um, and then we have Gen X, um, and this is, I think it's based on, on the Harvard Center. So I think they're the ones that came up with this. 1965 to 1984. And then Generation Y. See, this is where, this is where it's iffy. Generation Y apparently starts somewhere in the 1970s and goes until like, what? It, this looks like 2004. Um, and that's from the Harvard Center as well. So if you believe that Gen X dates are correct, then you should be a believer of Gen Y because they're both kind of coming from the same place. Um, but then millennials totally overlap Gen Y and the millennials are considered to be 1982 to 2004. Um, I think 82 is way too early to be considered a millennial. Um, and after 2004, there's really not a name for them yet. That just doesn't make sense to me. I, when the millennial name started to be thrown around, I was really insulted to be put into that group because I thought being born, born in 88, I was far enough ahead of the millennium that I would not be in the group. So millennials because I have a say in this not really I think should be like 95 to maybe even now to at least like 2010 no no I think so you know because you're born in the new millennium um so am I a gen y or a millennial I suppose I'm both when I'm really sick of the teeny boppers, I'll call myself a Generation Y person. How's it boot that? Knowledge, in case you didn't know. Woohoo! Um, I guess, you know, we'll figure it out. Everybody says the millennials are the worst. So if they call the millennials the worst, I'll say I'm Gen Y. <laughs> we'll figure it out. So um, seven stereotypes about single women that need to stop. 
Um, one thing. Okay. So let me go over up, 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 up the list. Ooh, too high, too high. <laughs> um, let's see here. Let's see here. I, the only uh, friends don't mind that I'm single. Um, I have certain family members that remind me that they are dying and wonder if they will see me get married. I think those are the only people that like mind that I'm single, which is okay. Um, I usually kind of point to my brother and say, well, he's been married. He has a baby for you. So we can concentrate on that while I be happy. So things to stop assuming is that they don't want to be single. Um, It's true for some, not true for all. Some women don't want to be single. There's certain times when I don't want to be single just because at that moment I'm thinking if I had a boyfriend, it would be nice if he could rub my feet right now, for example. Um, (laughs) But that doesn't mean anything really because in about 10 minutes that feeling would be gone. Um, But I think people that are single genuinely want to be. Um, If I wanted a boyfriend, if I didn't want to be single, I could fix that really fast. Um, It's not like I have a hard time meeting a guy. Like there's many a times where I could go to a bar with friends and I will get hit on. I'm just not interested. Um, So don't assume that because someone's single that they just don't want to be. Uh, another assumption is that they're too picky. I, I have to actually agree with this because I am way too picky. Um, but I'm very picky for a good reason. I know at this stage what I want. Um, having said that, I am open to having someone change my point of view if it's for the better. Um, I know that I... I want a guy that when he goes to the bathroom, he pees inside the toilet bowl. That may seem like that may seem like a lot to ask for for some. That may seem like, wow, seriously, like you've had that happen. Yes, I have. So I I have my standards. Um, some of them may be high, but uh, I am OK with that. And if you don't meet it, like if you don't meet certain standards and they're not like too high, like it's obnoxious. They're high that you should be able to meet them if you are a grown man. Um, And I'm cool with that. And if you don't meet them, we don't have to be together. That's cool. We can be friends. Uh, Yeah. Um, Desperate. What is this that they, what's the context of this? Um, People think you're desperate to sleep with or date anyone, which, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. If I was desperate to be in a relationship, I would be in one. That's like not. That's, yeah, no. So that doesn't make sense. Um, Yeah, just because someone is single, don't assume they don't have options. That's very, very true. Um, Don't just, don't think, don't assume that they don't know what they want. So that's like basically what I just said. I do know what I want. Um, I'm happy right now. So if I have to wait a few years for that person to pop in front of me, that's totally cool. Um. I want a kind of person that will make me be a better person. Um, So far, the guys that I have been in relationships with, um, I've gotten angry and I've like kind of been in dark holes and I've been, it's been one-sided and I'm taking care of someone way too much. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm good without it for a bit. Um, stop assuming that their priorities are wrong. So just because someone is single doesn't mean they're a workaholic or obsessed with partying. I know for a little bit my grandmother thought that I partied always. I'm sure she thought I was into drugs. I'm sure she thought I was like drunk constantly, which could not be further from the truth. Um, that's not what single means. (laughs) It doesn't mean any of that. I, it's not a reflection on your priorities. And even if it is, um, that doesn't matter because it's not your life. So I'm just saying, um, it doesn't mean kids are out of the question. 
uh, being childless does not mean anything. It's just, you know, where they're at. If they don't want kids, cool. That's fine. Um, that they are unhappy. Uh, this is, okay, the only time that I feel like people are unhappy when someone is in a relationship is when you're a celebrity and you're like a super hot guy that they're on those talk shows and someone's like, so do you have a girlfriend? They're like, yeah. And then you're going to have the woman in the audience be like, oh no, he's taken. That is the only time that people are unhappy when someone seems to be in a relationship. Because when you say that you are single, that's when they're like, oh no, we feel bad. No one loves you. That's not, that's no, it's not sad. (laughs) It's not, that doesn't mean that like you're having like, lonely takeout dinner every night um no people that are single do not need to be pitied um it's oh I at this stage in my life um I have never been happier and that's saying a lot um I am satisfied with my life it's not great. I'm obviously going to keep working on it. Hustle is real. I have a lot of these. I have a lot of stuff that I want to do and I'm doing a lot. Um, and I'm okay not having another person that I'm in a relationship with right now. I have a lot of great friends that I'm sharing my life with. Um, I don't think I necessarily have time for someone to, like to be in a relationship with someone right now. Having said that, if I were to meet someone, because um, I had a cousin that asked me last week, like, would you be interested? Obviously, yeah. If I met that person right now, sure. I think that meeting the right person, you will make time for them. Um, but I don't need to. I don't. And see, this is weird because sometimes I feel old. Sometimes I don't. When it comes to this, I don't feel old. Um, when it's right, it'll happen. I'm cool waiting. So that's the stereotype stuff. And how are we doing on time? Okay, we're doing okay. Um, so I talked about the generation stuff. I wanted, I don't know if, uh, you guys watch Ellen and I really don't. I'm usually doing a lot during the day and I never ever see her show anymore. And I used to watch it like years ago a lot. Um, but I'll catch stuff on YouTube basically. Uh, because it was just Halloween every year. Ellen does. Um, she sends, uh, I think he's her producer, Andy through a, a haunted house of some sort. And I was, um, I was actually sitting with my feet in my sink in my bathroom like a week or two ago. Um, just like foot soak. And I had my, iPad in front of me and I was just like on YouTube just to pass the time and I found one of the videos and I ended up watching like five videos in a row the last few years of her sending him through these haunted houses and I laughed so hard I was crying and I was just laughing by myself and then the next day I basically played them all for my parents and she recently posted another two basically from this year one of him with um his assistant and another one that came out today or Halloween, um, with Ariana Grande. And the thing that I love about watching him is he gets mad. So going through the haunted house, you have the people that like jump out at you and everything. He gets mad at them. And I feel like that's something I would do. So he'll, someone will jump up and he's like, stop it, stop it. And then they'll jump out again. He's like, no, you already did it once. That's your one time. He gets mad at these people. And, uh, very often he's going through with someone else and he will hold them in front of him like a shield. (laughs) And it's so funny. So I wanted to, in case you guys haven't had the opportunity to see them yet, or if you didn't even know about it, um, you can go on YouTube search uh I guess Ellen Andy Haunted House and they'll probably pop up um this last one with Ariana Grande she like falls down constantly throughout the thing so I guess when she gets scared she just hits the ground um but they're really funny so if you need a laugh uh and they made like both my parents laugh like it's hilarious um check those out um 
let's see here. So birthday stuff. I decided to, I looked up, um, advice from older women that they would want younger women to know. And I thought this is a good day to go over a few of those things. Um, and I guess it's some good advice that no matter what age you are, it's stuff to think about. And now you can hear my dog snoring again. Um, so yeah, let's get started on this. Remember you only have one life. This is not a dress rehearsal. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Um, that is something that, uh, that's okay. That's a piece of advice that, uh, it's like plagued me for the last few years. I, um, I've put my life on hold and that might sound silly because I am 28, but I've put my life on hold, um, for a bunch of different reasons. And looking back, I get very angry at myself for doing so. Um, but at the time they were very legitimate reasons to me. I, you know, I've wanted to, I've wanted to be in the acting world for as long as I can remember since I was really little. And I've like growing up shy, like that it's very hard, but acting was always my outlet. So being on stage was never a problem for me. When I started to um, basically start with the headshots and, and the actual having to go out and audition and everything and being on camera, um, I would have to watch myself back to learn from learn from myself, basically. And I noticed something about my face that I hated. And I know everybody says, oh, but we all hate something about our face. This was, it's not just like, you know, you have a piece of hair sticking out, um, for a really, really long time. And it's, gosh, I don't even know how far back it went. My, and I don't know if I ever talked about this before. My jaw was off. Um, what I mean by that, if you were to take a picture of me straight on my face and draw a line right down the center, my chin was almost entirely on one side of my face. Um, so at some stage when I was growing, the bone on one side of my jaw just grew out longer. So everything was all, everything was jacked up. And a lot of people say they didn't notice, but it's something that, you know, whenever someone who had no filter came around and said, oh, something's wrong with your face, you know, I know you notice. Um, and more than that, it caused headaches. Um, you know, it's because of that, my bite was off. My teeth were constantly shifting um, because everything was so off. So I just, I always had headaches. I couldn't chew properly. My jaw was popping all the time. So even, even when you look past um, the vanity side of it, I guess, um, you know, it, it was, it was really actually a pain. And I, hated watching myself on camera because all I could see was my chin is on one side of my face. Like I, I spoke to watching myself and you couldn't hear it, but I always thought like I'm speaking weird. My face just looks weird. And I, I thought that no matter what emotion I could, that would come across my face, you would see, I don't know, you, you would just, people would be so distracted that they wouldn't see anything else. Um, and for a long time, I basically like, I, I fought with my parents saying like, I want to get this fixed. And for a long time, I, I don't know if my parents necessarily believed it was something. I think they always thought like, it's just in her head. Um, I finally, my, I finally got to go to a doctor just for a consult and we did an x-ray. And that was the first time that he put an x-ray up of my face and my mom saw how big of, of a difference there was from one side of my face to the other. Um, and when she like came home and told my dad and, and that's the, I think that's the first time she realized like, this is actually like an issue because she came home to my dad and was saying, you know, Oh my God, like it's this long on this side and the boat is only this long on this side. And it's like, uh, yeah, like I, I've known this, I've been telling you for years. Um, I finally got that, the surgery schedule to basically fix that. 
And so now, I mean, if you see a picture of me, everything's evened up. I, I, my smile is straight. Um, I never really smiled in pictures before that. I, I hated my face. Um, looking back, I don't like that. That was something that stopped me. Um, because you know, it's, it's one of those things like I could have been acting for, for years on camera. It's something I absolutely love to do. And I stopped myself from doing it. Nobody else ever said anything. Nobody ever said, Oh, but you, we don't like your chin. You can't do it. Um, so yeah, that, that remember you only have one life. This is not a dress rehearsal. I have to remind myself of that these days. Like I'm not going to put something on hold because I want to lose a few pounds. I'm going to do it now. And if I lose a few pounds in the process, awesome. If not, oh, well, um, so another one, try to stay positive and look for the good in every life experience. Um, that is something that I am trying to do more and more every day. And it's hard sometimes. Um, but I have found that being positive gets easier. Um, I, I've, and see, this is something I want to talk about and I don't think I'll have time to really to go over all of it. Um, I've had thyroid issues and I've talked about it a bit before, um, for gosh, at least a decade. I found out about it, um, when I came home from Paris, like over the Christmas holidays, uh, when I was going to university over there, basically, cause I would, I would tell my mom my, the issues that I was having with my health and she went to go see a doctor and basically she said, you know, when you come home, I want to schedule this because I want you to have blood tests to see if this is what's, what's going on with you. So I came home, had my blood tests and turns out I had hypothyroidism, which is basically your, your thyroid is underactive. Um, and so since then I basically had, um, I was taking stuff to help produce basically your, your this, I'm not a doctor. So sorry if I'm messing this up. Um, your thyroid produces hormones and it, it basically affects your, your metabolism and your metabolism. I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like a domino effect, all these things that your thyroid affects in your body. And, um, my thyroid is just not producing enough of those hormones. And so I was taking, um, basically like thyroid pills to help uh, with that production and over the years, you know, I found out that I also, like I had, um, whatever hormones my body was naturally producing, there was something in my body that was attacking those as well. So I had, like, I was taking more thyroid stuff and this went on for years and years and years. And, um, I was feeling, especially last year, horrible. I, And it's easy to say, like, I feel exhausted and someone else, oh, I feel exhausted all the time too. I got you. I was so, I was feeling so crappy. It was, and I've said this before, like hard to get up in the morning doesn't really cover it. Um, A lot of people, it's hard to get up in the morning. But when you're sleeping through your alarms, when, um, it's, it's not in your body at all to wake up. Like the energy is not there. You can't even, you can't even get up to go to the bathroom. And I'm not saying that I pee myself in bed. It's just so bad that the, your energy is totally depleted. Um, I was almost falling asleep in the car when I would drive places. Like as soon as I got in the car, um, I felt like I was going to just fall asleep and I would have to, and I still do this today, but it's, it's better, but I would have to basically turn my temperature in the car to something uncomfortable, um, turn up my music. So it was too loud and basically do all these things to keep myself semi aware because there were so many times that I would drift while I was sleeping. Um, which is not good, could not stay awake during the day, uh, couldn't focus on anything. Um, there are all like all of these things that, that were happening. And I thought, okay, something's up. And I always knew like 
when, oh, and I'm starting to get tired or something or sluggish, something was up with my thyroid that I needed to change the amount that I was taking or something. Um, And I thought this was the case. And my parents had gone to a new doctor and they liked her. So they said, you know, you should like make an appointment with her and check out a new doctor, see if she has anything different to say. Um, Because clearly, you know, me going back to the old place that I was going to, them just upping the amount of pills I was taking each time is not something that I wanted. Uh, I wanted to fix this problem. So I went to this new doctor, did a whole bunch of blood tests, and I'm just expecting, you know, yeah, your thyroid's in the pooper sort of thing, Um, which is what happened. Uh, basically when she received the first blood test, my thyroid was not functioning. It wasn't producing any hormones anymore. Um, it basically, it shut, it shut down. It stopped working. Um, and she also told me, and this, I wasn't even aware that I had, I was bitten by a tick at some point and had Lyme disease. We don't know when. So this is part of, and, and I know some people aren't really believers of this, um, which is unfortunate because I kind of feel like you're saying you don't believe what I feel, but you know, um, I, it's basically past the point that I can be treated. I don't know when I was ever bitten by a tick. Um, it could have been years ago. Um, but I basically kind of have the effects, like the, the, the effects of being bitten by one. Um, so I, just because I know I'm not a doctor and people might be like, what are you talking about? Um, so I did go to WebMD just so I can say a little bit about what it says. Um, obviously you get bitten by a tick and there's, there's a time frame where you can treat it and you can base, you can get rid of it. Uh, I never knew I was bitten by a tick. I don't know when it was. I don't know where the tick bite was. Um, so that time basically came and gone. And when you're bitten, you usually you think like, oh, but you're going to have that bullseye that doesn't always show up on everyone. And ticks are like small. They're like poppy seed size. Um, and it could be, you know, it could be mistaken as flu symptoms. So it's one of those things that like, it's, it. I don't know. I, I see how it could have, I don't know, happened, but, um, let's see here. So Lyme disease in the first stage, you may have a rash, um, at the side of the tick bite. You may also have a lack of energy or a headache and stiff neck. Some people have no symptoms. Um, and the second stage symptoms may include memory problems and pain and weakness in the arms and legs. In the third stage, symptoms may include swelling and pain in the joints, not being able to control facial muscles and numbness and tingling in the hands, feet, or back. Um, so what sucks is I don't know. I was trying to, when she basically told me all this, I'm thinking like, what does this mean? Um, I, yeah, I have have absolutely no idea like what any of this meant. And I was trying to kind of pinpoint like, when could this have happened? When did I feel flu symptoms? And it's really hard to tell because I have not had a flu or have had a cold in a really long time. Um, The only time I've gotten sick in recent years is when I've traveled and I, and I, I don't know, I just think it's maybe the trip and the lack of sleep from changing, like going to Europe or something, the, the jet lag and all that, that's maybe why I get sick. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was. So, um, there's a few issues that she basically, when I described my problems to my doctor that she thought, okay, this may be Lyme disease. And so it's blood work. It's in my blood work. It's not something made up. Um, I have problems with, uh, a lot of my joints and, and she thought maybe the exhaustion was something other than my thyroid as well. So, um, we've been working on my thyroid for like, since I went to her at the beginning of the year. Um, to try to get that in order. And at this stage, I'm feeling better. I'm not feeling great. Um, and I've been trying to stay positive and this has been a real test because, um, I feel like I am in a, 
body that's not mine sometimes. Um, I think that's like the, the best way to describe it. Like, I feel like I have no control over my body and that really sucks. And you, I, you don't, I don't think someone would know that until it happens. Um, but it has taught me that you really cannot judge a book by its cover. That is something that I, I thought of before. And I know that your parents teach you when you're younger, but it's something that I never really appreciated and took to heart until now. Cause I, um, I've had, I've had an obnoxious amount of people try to talk to me about how I could be healthier. And sometimes I want to punch them in the face. And I know that's not, that's not the positive part of me. Um, but it's really hard to have someone sit there and tell you everything you're doing wrong with your diet when they have absolutely no idea how you eat. Uh, you know, I've, I've spoken about my diet before. I don't eat any grains and that's, that's because my body just doesn't like them. Um, like no pasta, no bread. I love pasta and bread. I wish I could eat them, but my body just does not react well to them. And I'd rather feel better than eat bread. Um, I don't have any dairy because I'm lactose intolerant. Uh, my body does not react well to any of that either. Um, I don't have any processed sugars. I don't eat anything out of a box basically. Um, everything I eat is fresh fruits and veggies, um, lean meats, and that's about it. Um, everything I eat is natural, uh, and, and usually organic. So when I have people tell me like, Ooh, you like, maybe you should just change your diet and they start going into diet talk. I look at them thinking you have absolutely no idea what's going on inside my body. And then when someone tries to talk to me about the workouts I should be doing, when I think I do CrossFit five times a week, I dance, I walk with my dog. I am, I am pretty darn active. And I also do have my rest days. Um, it's really hard to be positive sometimes when I'm trying to change my body and be healthy. And I've been doing this for such a long period of time and nothing shows. Um, cause I want to look strong. Um, and it doesn't, it's not showing and I've been, str- it's, it's a real struggle. And, um, so that's hard. It's hard to stay positive and look for the good when <laughs> you're feeling crappy and your body looks the way you feel. Um, and especially when you get it from, from the outside. So I try to, I try not to listen, uh, to people when they talk about diet and exercise to me. Um, but yeah, so that's a tough one, but, uh, that's, I, I definitely feel better when I stay positive. Um, love all the stages of your life and fear none because they are all magical. Um, age is only a number. It does not define who you are. And I'm sure I will be learning more about that as I age. Get outdoors and enjoy and enjoy nature. That's hard for me because I um I don't like bugs. I love nature. I don't like bugs. And I'm in Texas where there's just like an obnoxious number of bugs. Always. Um remember that life can change in an instant. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, live each day fully because you don't know what's around the corner. Age will happen whether you're afraid of it or not. So get living. Never cease to be inspired. That is something that I couldn't agree with more. I'm always, always, always looking for more inspiration. I always want to do more. I don't, and this is because of my parents, I don't feel like I have limitations to what I can do in life. I, I think that I can do everything that I put my mind to. Um, Live simple, but save hard. Exercise, educate, read, and travel. Uh, Buy classic clothes. They will always be in style. I agree with that for sure. Um, This one I don't know if I agree with. Don't waste money on shoes. Men are not looking at your feet. I don't Shoes, the the shoes that I have spent money on that are sitting in my closet right now are not for men. They are for women and they are for me. And I have gotten, I don't know how many compliments from women on some of my shoes and I love them because they're some like beautiful, pretty shoes. Um, so yeah, no, I never ever buy shoes for men. Um, (laughs) 
don't obsess about wrinkles. When the lines start to show on your face, think of them as a roadmap of your life. I don't have wrinkles yet, but uh, when if they do pop up anytime soon, I will have to remember that because I'm sure I'll freak out. Um, live with passion and love with your eyes and heart wide open. Just be happy. Um, treasure the simple things in your life. Don't overcomplicate. Love and respect your partner and children the way you want them to love and respect you. If I had a partner and children, I'd probably agree. Give your love freely and unconditionally. And I try to do that. I do that with my friends at least and my puppies. Um, take a lot of photos. You will celebrate them when people you love are gone. That's true. I, I, for, and again, because of the smile thing that I was talking about before, for a lot of years, and still even now kind of, I don't want to be in pictures and I did not want to be in pictures for a long time. But I love taking pictures of everybody else and everything around me um, because I love looking back and, and having those memories. Um, there are certain people that are gone and there are certain people that are still around, but I miss them and I haven't seen them in a long time. So I do really appreciate those. Uh, learn to forgive at a younger age. Um, I have been working on that and I think that uh, I'm pretty good at forgiving because I learned that if I don't forgive, what is that? What is that quote? Um, oh, something about like having anger inside or something towards someone is like you drinking poison, wishing the other person would die. It's basically only bad towards you. So forgive and forget sort of thing. Maybe you don't forget, but at least forgive and then it'll help you start to heal. Um, don't waste time worrying about the things you can't change, but change the things you can. That is something that I've been trying to do. Um, easier said than done, but I I will keep trying to change the things that I can. Yas. Take care of your skin. Smile often. Um, I try to smile often. I try. I try to be a happy person. Uh, stuff about children, which I can't really get to because I don't have children. Don't let anyone tell you that you are too old to do anything or too young for that matter. I agree. That's so sweet. Um, I've <laughs> already, people are like, you're too old for that. No, I'm not. I'm not too old to watch Hocus Pocus 20 times in one week. I'm not too old to go to Disney. I don't think you're ever too old, too old to go to Disney though. Um, and I am totally out of time to get over, to go over some of the other stuff that I have written down here. Um, but I do like this little advice article. So I think I'm going to go over a few of these in another week. Thank you guys so much for joining me on my birthday podcast. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I got a little deep at some parts. Um, and I shared a little bit more than I, I think I have about myself. So, um, if someone needed to hear any of this, I hope that it got to you. Uh, yeah. So I will talk to you guys next week. As always, you can find me on, um, my website. I post all the links with this, uh, feel free to always like send me a comment or whatnot and share. Um, yeah, I will talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.